Hi, this is Jen from the Girl Bread Podcast, and today we are talking to Ava. She's a freshman in high school and is in many sports, many leadership groups, and lives 18 hours a day in her scoliosis place. Are you ready to meet her? I am. Let's do it. All right. Hi, Ava. How are you? Good. How are you, Jen? I'm great. Thank you so much for being here today on the Girl Brave podcast. Yeah, of course. Let's start off with how old are you and what grade are you in? Yes, I am 14, about to be 15, and I am a freshman at Pius X High School here in Lincoln, Nebraska. And how is it being a freshman in high school? What does that feel like? Yeah, um, it was definitely overwhelming the first few days. Pius is a lot bigger than my elementary and middle school. Um, But I've got to meet a lot of new people through all the activities that I'm doing there. And it's just been a great experience so far. And are you guys going to school five days a week or are you doing some remote learning? Yes, we are going five days a week with masks on at all times. We are eating outside for the most part. And if it's rainy or cold, we eat inside our classrooms in shifts. So we're just all trying to adapt to it one day at a time. Yes, as we all are. I understand that. So I know you're involved with a lot of sports. Um, You're heavily into your faith and different activities of, of leadership. What inspires you when you wake up in the morning? You know, I once watched a podcast, actually, and they talked about how you are somebody's hero. And I live by that every day. People look up to me. I look up to people, and I want to be the epitome of what they're looking for. I want to be a perfect example for them, and I want them to be able to strive for their goals in life. And I hope that I am that example and that they lead to great things. And while you're thinking about wanting to be that example for people, what kind of things would you like to, to inspire them with? Yeah, um, my parents always tell me that I have a great personality, that I'm very bubbly, and I'm very outgoing. Um, when people are sitting alone at a lunch table, I'm the first person to go over them, even if they're a senior in high school and I'm just a freshman. Um, I hope that people see my kindness, they see my positivity, they see my warm smile. I hope that I'm trustworthy and a great leader for them. The world definitely needs positivity during these unprecedented times. For sure. How do you stay positive? You know, I have great role models in my life that show me that positivity gets you through the toughest things in life. Faith gets you through the toughest things in life. And sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it because people are counting on you. Whether you want that or not, people are always looking for you to be the light in their life. And tell me a little bit more about your faith. Yeah, so actually I was Lutheran when I lived in Syracuse, Nebraska for most of my childhood. It was a blessed childhood. It was so fun-filled. And when we moved to Lincoln, actually, my brother attended Pius as a Protestant, non-Catholic. And so he told us all about it and said how we would really flourish in that kind of a community. And so we went to our local Catholic church, met with a priest, and we were set. So we've been Catholic for about four years, I think it has been now. And I've grown to love the faith and love God even more. That's great. You're also involved in a lot of leadership. How have you become such a good leader? Were you born with it or have you practiced it over the years? 
I definitely have practiced it. I have been giving amazing opportunities. And I hope that anybody hearing this right now understands that if they can hear how many opportunities that I've gotten, they can go out in their communities and make opportunities for themselves. You know, I've done proclamations with the governor, with the lieutenant governor, you know, furthering our justice system and our law system. And so I just hope that people realize how many opportunities there are for young women out there to change the world. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So if another young woman is listening right now and feels that drive to do that same thing, how would she even begin to do to change the world? Do you have any ideas? I would say get involved with as much as you can possibly find. Um, I'm in a great organization for scoliosis called Curvy Girls, and they are what have led me to these opportunities, the proclamation with the governor in June to make it Scoliosis Awareness Month. Um, So I would just say get involved, be that leader. Even if you're the youngest man in that group, you can show them how great of a leader you are, and you can lead them to great things. Most definitely. That's great advice. You were diagnosed with scoliosis in 2018. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was that like when you first got your diagnosis and how has it affected you or how did it affect you when you first found out? Yeah. So I actually went in for just, you know, a regular school physical and it was the first time that they had ever had me bend over to look at it. And my doctors had told me, oh, it looks like you have a mild curve, but you know, no need for x-rays, nothing like that. And so my parents started to wonder because I'd kind of been, you know, complaining about back pain for quite a few years. And they're like, you know what, let's go to the chiropractor. The chiropractor recommended us to an orthopedic doctor. So that's where my journey really began. Um, They did an x-ray right away and they said it was mild, that we could put me in a brace for 18 to 22 hours a day and hopefully it would stop. Sadly, in my case, it has gotten worse. Um, Right now, I am at a 49-degree curve on both of them, my top and my bottom. And 50 is when they start talking surgery. So I am hanging on by a thread. Um, But also, my doctors don't want to work on my back. I don't want them to work on my back. Sports is something that's been a part of my life for forever, as long as I can remember. And it would limit me. So I'm just trying to put my nose to the grindstone and keep going with the brace and pray that I just hang on and don't go over. Well, it sounds like with your faith and your positive attitude, that's definitely doable. It is definitely doable. What have you learned from this experience? What positive things have come out of it? I know you talked about meeting the governor. Tell me more about that. So, um, my group of curvy girls one day approached me and said that we had, they had contacted the governor and that we were going to be able to go and make June scoliosis awareness month. And that is one of the proudest things in my life because I stood up and I said, I want to talk. I want to go to the Capitol and I want to speak. And they were like, sure. I was the only girl there from our organization. They let me go up and talk to the governor and I spoke at the Capitol, which was an amazing experience. And I hope that anybody listening gets those same experiences because they just fill your heart and Curvy Girls has given me that. And so I am forever grateful for that organization. Is Curvy Girls just a Lincoln organization or is it national? It's global, actually. Global. Yeah. Yes. So I think it, I believe it started in New York City, but it has since spread all over from Ireland 
to, you know, the states, Alaska, all sorts of different states have different groups. But yes. And what other groups are you involved in that have given you such good feelings? Yes. So I was part of student council at my middle school. Seventh grade year, I was a member. Eighth grade year, I was elected president, which was very nice. (laughs) Um, And so I got to do another proclamation with Lieutenant Governor Mike Foley about making Catholic Schools Week, which is just a week for Catholic schools to celebrate, you know, the gifts we've been given to be able to have strong academic activities. So that's what we do then. Um, and he came and we, I spoke there as well. And he signed that, making that that week in January Catholic Schools Week. Um, I'm also in speech team at Pius. I do show choir. I'm in another choir. I am in mock trial for law. And I think that's about it. I do sports. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. That is a lot of really cool stuff and very diverse. Yes. Do you get overwhelmed or stressed with all the stuff that you have to do? And if so, how do you deal with keeping it all organized and feeling calm? You know, I would be lying if I said that I don't get overwhelmed because I definitely do. You know, I also participate in math club on certain mornings. So it's it can make for very long days. Um, But I always just look to my family. They have you know, been such a rock for me over these past few years. They showed me that I could do all that stuff and then come home and feel loved and supported. And just to know that I have a place where I can just completely take that off, where I can scream if I want to, if I can cry, if I want to, um, just let it all out because I do do a lot and it does get overwhelming for sure. What's next for you? Do you have more goals, immediate goals for any initiatives? Yeah, so I want to get my driver's license. (laughs) Um, I also want to do a government internship at some point. Um, I'm striving for that. I'm striving to continue to have all A pluses for this entire freshman year. Um, And throughout high school, I would love to be a valid Victorian working for that. Um, And then I want to go to college and either get into law or criminal justice and be a DA or work in international security, something like that. So those are my long-term goals. And eventually I'll find a guy and get married, but that's kind of on the back of my mind right now. When you are speaking in public, hmm. do you have any nerves or is it, does it feel pretty natural? I think I have more nerves than most people. Um, but I think nerves are a really good thing because it shows that you care, you want to do well. Um, So yes, I definitely have some nerves, but I try to just breathe and think, hey, if I mess up, are they going to remember it in an hour? (laughs) I try to think that way. So yes, just looking up, breathing and talking. That's what I try to do. That's, that's a great saying. Well, will it matter in an hour? I doubt it. Will it matter in five minutes? I doubt it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So this podcast is called Girl Brave. What is your definition of being brave? And do you think you are brave? I think that girls who are brave are willing to push the boundaries. I think that they're going to stick up for what they believe in, whether somebody tells them that that's not what they should be sticking up for. They're going to continue to push that and know that in their heart, that's the right thing for them to be doing. And I do think that I'm a brave girl. I think that my experiences and the things that I've gone through have helped me to become 
a braver girl throughout time, but I hope to keep becoming more brave as the years go by for sure. And I wish that for everybody else listening. I want you all to know that you are brave girls and that you're amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Everyone needs to hear that more often. For sure. <laughs> I have some fun lightning round questions to, to oh, do okay. next. Okay. So jeans or leggings? Jeans or leggings? Jeans. Why is that? Um, I think they keep me warmer. I like how they hold all my heat in and I'm outside a lot of the time. So I like jeans. They don't rip. <laughs> yeah. Salty or sweet? Salty. My family loves their salt. We have to buy a new big thing like every month. So salt all the way. Reading or Netflix? Reading. I've really gotten into reading these past few days. So, yes. What books would you recommend girls your age to read? Yes. So I am actually, I read one book that was like 450 pages yesterday in one day. And it's called Ash Princess. It is amazing. You will not put it down. It's by Laura Sebastian. And I'm reading the second one today. Hopefully I'll finish it by tonight. It's called Lady Smoke. It's the second in the series. It's amazing. I would totally recommend it to anybody. Even if you're not into science fiction, it's really good. Okay. Sounds great. Who do you admire most? Who do I admire most? Um, I have a cousin and his name is Eli and I really admire him because I think we're a lot alike. Um, we hold the same values. And so ever since I was little, I was always like, I want to be like Eli. Eli is older than me. So I saw all that he was doing in his school and his athletics. And I was like, I want to be like Eli. <laughs> If I have to be like anybody in this world, I want to be like Eli. So for sure, that is who I admire the most. Very sweet. What superpower would you like to have? I wish I could fly. I do. I wish I could just see everything and just be able to feel the wind in my hair. <laughs> I would love to fly. Yes, for sure. <laughs> who is your favorite musician? Or do you have a favorite band? Ooh. Um, I would have to go with right now. Currently, I really am into Ariana Grande and Rihanna. Kind of, I like the pop for the most part, but yeah, that's who my favorite musicians are right now. Awesome. Well, you are an extremely vibrant, loving, caring person, and I'm so blessed to be able to meet you today. I wish you all the luck and thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for this opportunity. Thanks for joining us on the Girl Brave podcast. Go to pincurlgirls.com to hear more interviews with inspiring girls. And if you want to get on our daily text list, go ahead and click the encouraging text tab at the top. We'll see you next time. Bye.